It's so easy to ignore biblical truth when we don't actually read our Bibles. The problem is, on Sunday mornings, most churches are teaching you how to be a better person and not beholding God's glory. They're teaching you all the right steps to a better marriage and, you know, whatever, X, Y, Z, but they're not helping you see Christ for who he is more and more. Not that any of those things are bad, but when that's all we focus on, when all we uh, strive for and if all we're being taught is application of the Bible, we are missing the point. We weren't put here to be a good person. God's goal for us isn't to just have a happy marriage and raise your kids well. This life means nothing except for us to pursue God be more like Christ, have our character developed basically for eternity. We will be face to face with the God who made everything for all of eternity. And God says this life is like a mist, here one second and gone the next. Again, he says the, all, of, uh, all of history is like a, in the, uh, as quick as a blink of an eye. Um, I forget the verses, but so to God, this is just like a, a passing moment almost, you know, and, and his desire, his focus is eternal. And so that doesn't negate all the responsibilities and good things that can and will happen here. God has all those planned as well. He's, he's sovereign over all that. However, our purity, our holiness is what he cares about most. And so this is why we need to be in our word, in the word daily, because God's word has power. God himself breathed out or inspired what the Bible is teaching, every single word of it. And I've, I've talked on this before, but if you, don't believe, if you don't believe that, then why would you believe anything in the Bible, you know? So um, that kind of brings me to 2 Timothy 4. I charge you in the presence of God and of Christ, who is the judge, who is to judge the living and the dead, and by his appearing and his kingdom, Preach the word, be ready in any season, or in season and out of season. Reprove, rebuke, and exhort with complete patience and teaching. For the time is coming when people will not endure sound teaching, but have itchy ears. They will accumulate for themselves teachers to suit their own passions, and will turn away from listening to the truth and wander into, off into myths. As for you, always be sober-minded, Endure suffering. Do the work of an evangelist. Fulfill your ministry. There's a lot there, and there could be hours of sermons taught on this, but the basic point is what I'm talking about is we need to get back to the gospel. So on a Sunday morning, as the teacher's teaching whatever, whether how shallow or how deep you may be teaching, you're still able, able to take away and understand more and behold God more and see Christ more and live by the power of the Holy Spirit more because you are being fed daily by the Word of God. We cannot just eat one time on Sunday morning and think that it's going to be good, sufficient for the rest of the week. Okay, We need constant and daily nutrients, and God's Word is the most powerful uh, nutrients for our spirits as, po as possible. In, in verse 5, when it says endure suffering, 
I believe he's talking about the suffering that we always talk about, like persecutions and, you know, suffering for Christ and that stuff. But I also think it just means when you pursue Christ, just the natural state of a lot of uncomfortable situations, because as you pursue holiness, this world starts to feel more and more uncomfortable. You don't fit in anywhere. And it's extremely difficult to live like that. There's been plenty of times where I've just been on these like holy highs and I try to just go do normal work in the world and I'm just like almost depressed, you know? And it's not the way it should be, I know. But I just so love being like, you know, in the presence of God and praying and reading and fellowshipping with other believers and we are called to go out. And that suffering too, I think is just part of that, what, what he's talking about here, endure suffering. Do the work of an evangelist. Fulfill your ministry. Many, too many people waste their lives asking, well, what's my ministry? What's God's plan for my life? Well, we just talked about it. God's plan for your life is holiness. God's plan for your life is eternity with him. So developing your character as such, if you're following after him, you don't have to worry about what job you're going to take, where you're going to live, what school you're going to go to, what job you're going to have. Pursue Christ and he's got you. He's going he's gonna to work his will in your life. Even if you're walking the wrong direction, pursuing him, he's going to redirect your path. So God is faithful. God is good. Be in his word. Memorize his word. Even if it's just a couple verses a day and it gives you something to ask questions about, meditate on. Yeah, it, it, that's going to be more beneficial for you anyways to just, if, if you're not a big reader, just read just a, a chapter or a few verses or whatever and just meditate on that. Um, even if you read that same version chapter every day for a week, you know, you're, you, the Bible is inexhaustible. So you could keep learning things from that same bit of truth. Anyway, that's my thoughts for the day. Love you guys. 